Hi, welcome to our podcast. I'm Paul and I'm here to guide you over the next few weeks and introduce you to some people who are working in housing across Aotearoa, uh, to introduce you to some projects and hopefully to help inform you about what's going on in the housing space uh, so you can make some choices about the sorts of things you might want to get up to. Today I'm going to introduce you to Austin. Uh, Austin is the point of first contact for many families who are really struggling with debt and financial uh, stress and he's going to talk to us about what it looks like uh, for those families as they first reach uh, towards home ownership. Here with uh, Austin, um, hi Paul's my name and um, we're, we're here to talk about the uh, Housing Foundation uh, and how things are going out there at the moment. I just wondered if you, given your role at the very front end as the, as, as the guy who answers the, the first phone call, goes out and meets with the family on the first occasion and sees what their circumstances are, if you could just uh, talk to us a little bit about the, about the need that you see in society and, and, and what you're observing out there at the moment in terms of... of um, housing circumstances and the need for us to continue doing what we do with our products? Well, as you said, Paul, there's some very desperate calls for housing. A lot of uh, emergency housing is required. Um, and, of course, I explain to the people that make that call that we build houses, new houses, first-home buyers. So I refer them to the appropriate organisations like Vision West and other organisations. But I would say that we probably get around about five to six calls like that per week. Yep. Per week. Uh, the calls that we get regarding to the foundation that have either one been referred uh, by a family that's already in the organisation and the foundation houses, or they've had it through a seminar or they've had it through... Uh, friends that have run across it on the, the website. What I can say with the calls, we do, um, as you know, where we can, we go and visit the families. Mm. We get a far better understanding of their circumstances where they're renting. Uh, a lot of cases where children involved, which you've been with me on many occasions, mm. where they've got colds and they're at the doctors regularly. And our job is where we can, if we can, take them out of that and house them. And we've done that very successfully over the years. A uh, classic example, of course, is the Waimahira Inlet, where mm -hmm. 297 houses. And uh, one of the things now moving forward, the big thing for the foundation is funding. Right. That's what we need desperately. We need funding from the government to actually so we continue what we do well for people out there and the families that are, and the calls that I get, struggling for housing and the main thing is it's about the children mm -hmm. it's about the children and I have an approach Paul where first off it's not about the house yep. it's about the family and that's the most important if we can get the family in a position mm -hmm. to move forward into housing with the foundation we again have succeeded. Can you talk me through just a little bit of uh, back history because um, the foundation's been going for 15 years and has done work in a number of different locations in different communities uh, some out west, some in Christchurch. Can you just talk through some of those other projects and what you've seen in those in those contexts? Because it's different, it seems, in each place we go. Yes, it is. And uh, it started in 2011 with the foundation. The first development was Colwell in Massey, West Auckland. 11 houses, one level, four bedrooms. And all of those uh, applicants at the time, there was about 150 that applied. 
But the uh, families were, they were families, husband and wife with some children. Mm-hmm. Uh, there wasn't any sort of single person there yep. with, with three children. So it was, again, families. Now, it was interesting that that development, uh, I had a number of calls there, uh, and one in particular that reminded me of a lady that wanted to know, is the foundation only about families? Because she had a son and wanted to know whether he could apply. And I said that he could apply. Uh, we may at some stage have some one or two bedrooms. Uh, so I put it clear that it's about people. Yeah. It's about people, all walks of life, all ethnicity. And uh, so from there, we, we ventured through to uh, Sunnyvale and there, and we've done Orchard Street, we've done Mount Wellington, of course. We've done the big development, of course, in, uh, in East Coast Road, 70-odd houses there. And we continue where we can mm-hmm. to provide for families. Uh, just recently, as you're well aware of, Flatbush, seven houses there at Flatbush, more to come there. Uh, Hobsonville, uh, some families in at Hobsonville. Mm. Uh, West, we're talking West now, Orchard Street. And, of course, we won that award with Trent Street in, in Avondale, where there's uh, 33 houses. So... Again, where I say about the the funding and the government, we actually deliver. Right. We deliver. So I've been fortunate enough, one, to work with the foundation, and secondly, met some fantastic people, like just people that want to move forward in life Mm -hmm. and they want to do something to get out of that rental market, which we all know now is getting quite serious in terms of the rents. So what are you seeing on the ground at the coalface in terms of demand? Because I know that we've got uh, over 7,000 people on our waiting list. Um, What what are you seeing and hearing when you're really right out there in the community at the moment in terms of the need? The need is greater than ever. And when people see the developments that the foundation have done when I would refer them to go and have a look at the housing developments, all of a sudden the word hope comes into play. And along the way it's all been about hope. And when we've done seminars for the Waimahir Inlet and other seminars, there's people there that want to do something for their families. They Mm -hmm. want to do something for their children. And in the end it's about making that effort the families. Mm-hmm. We are the vehicle, and as I say, hop on board if you can, mm-hmm. follow our process, and at some stage we may be able to give you a set of keys to your new home. Yep. And, and you know, that is, as you know, yep. it's just a pleasure to do that for people, and, yep. and some of the families that, in their own mind, would never have thought of owning their own home. Yep. But with the seminars, with us putting it out there to the people, yep. that has created the 7,000. That's created the demand and I come back to it that when you've got a demand like that with the Housing Foundation, of course Stephen Tindall early days, Brian Donnelly, Dominic Foote, yourself and everybody involved in the foundation are passionate about putting people into home ownership And, and we're good at doing that. Can you talk to me a little bit about some uh, some 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 people who are uh, engaging with you early stage? Uh, are these typically these are mums and dads. What what are the what are their thoughts? What are their feelings when they when they come to you? How how's that work um, at at that point? Are they nervous? Are they what what do they think uh, is is going to happen? Uh, Firstly, it comes in as hope. We've become transparent with them. So they know that we are for real. They see us. And when you sit and talk with them, you find out so much more about the family and the people and the children. And you also find out that when they say to me, I've got a problem with debt, 
which comes up a lot, right. not only when you meet, but when you talk on the phone. But when you talk deeper with them and find out, it's not as bad as it sounds. And so we are in a position to say, you may suit the shared home ownership program. But what if they've got bad debt? Bad debt, we've had that before. With okay. Them. But we'll work with them. Okay. We'll work with them. And we've had some success stories. One in particular at Weimar here, a gentleman that attended a seminar who said to me, I've got $40,000 in debt. And I said to this gentleman, you will achieve because you've addressed the, that you've got 40000 Because he's facing up to it. He's facing right. up okay. to it and you're talking personally to, yeah. them, to, to him. Yeah. Uh, he and his family are in Weimar here. Right. And are they in Three the, years later. In the rent to buy? They are in a shared home ownership awesome. house. Awesome. An absolute outstanding result. And he came to me and said, when I left the seminar, I said to myself, I've got to do something for my wife and family. Right. And I said to him, you've achieved, well done. Yeah. And that's a lot of debt. Yeah. Yeah. And so we work with these families, Paul. We, as you know, one in particular, we are working with uh, through your contacts. We visited them Mm. and we will get there. We will get there for that family. They Mm. want to achieve and we want to achieve and we will. And it's again, sorry to bring this up all the time, it's the funding that we need and the sooner the government knock on the door again so that we can put on our website that we're away again with another development, not only like the ones we've done, but to the magnitude of why am I here? Yep. What do you think the biggest barriers are for the households in terms of entry onto the program? What are the things they're most worried about when they first encounter um, you and start talking with you and you go and visit them in their homes? Firstly, the big concern for them is the rent increases. Okay. Number one. Yep. Secondly, they're not sure really of the programs, how they work. Okay. So when you sit with them, it's one that are you able to get a mortgage from the bank? Can you command a mortgage from the bank? And if they can or have already got a pre-approval, that's a start for them on the journey. Mm -hmm. For those that haven't and carry some debt and are unable to do that, we are fortunate enough to have another program to assist them through over the five-year period. So their concerns are they're nervous, they're not sure, they've heard stories from friends that are in the development, but in the end, as I keep saying to them when we leave, it's up to them to have that belief and hope that they can achieve okay. and get into home ownership. Yep. And so when you walk away from there, you know that you get a feeling that they will step up. I've had an uh, email this morning, just this morning, coming from a, uh, a, a, a couple that I did a seminar from the other week, all ready to go. Right. All ready to go. So they've gone away and done some homework. You've given them some assistance. Yep. Like this is the walking alongside, right? That's right. This is, this is being transparent with them to understand what they have to do. So when we talk to them what they have to do, those will step up and do it. This family has done that and want to meet next week with all their documents. So what are you talking about here? You're talking about behavioural change? What, what, are, the, what, it, are, what are we it, talking about? We're, like, we're, we're talking about... We're talking about are they really serious about moving into home ownership? So what do they have to do to prove that? They have to make that effort to, we've got our documentation, we've yes. got our paperwork. It's nervous times for them to fill out all this information. So this is income information? Income, debt, yeah, debt a KiwiSaver, everything. Right. If they can put down 
everything in front of us. Mm. And we've had it many times. And we go, we can assist here. Right. But it goes back to the family to continue that journey with the paperwork to say, this is complete. Now, even that's complete, comes back to what we often talk about, where are we going to get the houses? Right. Where are we going to get the land? How are we going to help all these lovely people that have stepped up to the plate, yep. put an application in, and are ready to go? Yep. And this is, the, this is where the crisis comes in. We're in a good position. It's yep. just the land and the funding, and we're a way to help all these families that have made that effort yep. to step to the next base. And so these households that we're talking about are not eligible for social rental or public housing, state housing, because they're doing well enough not to be eligible for the support of the government there, right? These are working families typically. There might be a few different earners in the household working multiple jobs. They're getting the kids to school. They're paying their taxes, but they just can't afford to rent or buy based on a third or thereabouts of their gross household income, either in rent or in mortgage payments. Correct. And so, um, what, what what do you what do you think is the is is the message that that if we if we if that if there's a lot of people out there listening to or watching this podcast, mm-hmm. what's our message to those people? To tr- did, what can they do, maybe to help assist us? Is it speaking to their local MP? I mean, how do we activate people to get the message through? Because you're right, we need more support, more funding to be able to do more of what we do. What do you? What th- What would our message be to to the community out there? Because we want to deliver more more of these products, but we're limited. Yeah. We are about the community and building communities, and we have been uh, for a long time now. The foundation, the message out there, and I think in a lot of cases where some of the meetings I go to, there's some. The community, they want to do something, yep. but they're strung down for, with funding. Yep. They can't move forward. They're wanting to do uh, things that, that that are going to help the families and the community. Yep. They're going to, but they're struggling with without the funding. And so, what happens is, in my opinion, when you look at a, a community like the Waimahir Inlet, mm-hmm. with its magnitude, the, the numbers that are here. Yep. It's now starting to evolve. People are starting to interact with each other, and, and that's what it's about. Meeting people, you know, they probably haven't spoken to their neighbours for years, some when they've been renting. Now they've got a neighbour they can talk to and, and, and bring them together. The kids can join together with, 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 with each other families. We've got situations where uh, one on one occasion at Colwell Road in Massey, where a uh, middle-aged couple were in one of our houses. A family uh, had a newborn baby, Within three weeks, the elderly people, middle-aged people, were babysitting this family. They hadn't known them for more than two months. Yep. Now, to me, I thought, well, that is something special. That's something special. That's about interacting. Only 11 houses at Colwell. Yep. But that just told me about people, the community, and more so the trust yep. that we've, we've got. And the credibility that the foundation has got is absolutely outstanding what I'm hearing right throughout the country. The uh, trustees, everywhere I go, when when they talk about it, I say to people, we've got a sound organisation that if we can get more funding, we will be able to assist you further in your vision to get a house. So your observation of the products is that they work? 
absolutely work. And so we just perhaps need to deliver more of them more often in more locations. Absolutely right, Paul. Right. Absolutely. Okay. That is what we need. The products do work. They're proven. Mm -hmm. They're proven. And of course, when we talk about the products uh, with the shared home ownership, the numbers of buyouts that we've had over the years has mm -hmm. been outstanding mm -hmm. of people that have actually got in there. Firstly, with probably not a lot of hope initially, and then realised that there is something here for them mm -hmm. and their family, and all of a sudden they decide we're now homeowners. Mm -hmm. We now have to step up to the plate and be responsible. Not saying they weren't responsible before they applied, yep. but all of a sudden the journey goes through and there's a buyout. Yep. The people that are in the shared home ownership, as you know, that get through the five years. Mm -hmm. Absolutely outstanding work. By the, by the people. Outstanding. So can you, because really the households are the heroes here, right? They, they are do the heroes. The, they do the hard work. They do the hard work. Can you pretend for a moment I'm a household and just really talk me through, please, the rent-to-buy home-saver product and just, you know, how does that work? What is that? And then the shared ownership product, just at a really high level so people understand what these things are and how they work. Exactly. Well, the, the Home Saver, of course, is, is designed for people that, one, are unable to get a mortgage from the bank. No okay, so no. they don't have a deposit. They don't have a deposit. They don't have a deposit. They may have some debt. Right. And uh, they may or may not of joined KiwiSaver. Right, so they need to, they can't afford to get into shared ownership, so they've got to start with the rent to buy program. Correct. They, okay. they start with the rent to buy program, and the, as you know, the applications are assessed mm -hmm. on that basis. They have to join KiwiSaver if they're not already in KiwiSaver, number one. Yep. And they have to uh, have a program where on each month they've got a little savings plan that they can have to, to reduce the debt if possible along right. that journey of five years. Now, it's monitored now by the foundation for those people that are in the rental program every six months is yep. to see how they're tracking, yep. uh, bearing in mind that it is their house. So that it, it, it's, it's their house. They're in a rental program with the vision of five years to, to own that house outright and go into the program. Because they have an option to purchase Correct. after five years. Correct. And when they go in at the beginning of the five-year rental agreement, they know that they're going to have the option to turn their rental home into their own home. Correct. Right. So what example I use, Paul, so people don't feel that they are not getting a fair run. So if someone can get a, a mortgage, that's fine. And if someone can't get a mortgage, that's also fine because they're not jeopardised. They both get a new home. Right. Right. So the people next door might be on a shared home ownership and the people next door to them might be on a, a rental. And right. sometimes they share that with each other. So coming back to the rental program, and we've had some very good successes there with people that have realised we're now out of the rental market as such. Right. We're in a brand new home from the foundation. Right. We have a responsibility to themselves and their family and their friends to get through this program. And as you know and I know and the foundation know, absolutely when they get through that program, it's a great sense of achievement for yep. them. They've actually achieved. And of course, when you look at the stats and the figures of what they've done, their debt's been reduced. They are Kiwi savers at a good level. Um, they've managed to save a few thousand, which is great. And also, the houses, as you know, revalued by the foundation. And this is where it's absolutely fantastic what the foundation is doing here. They are giving 25% of the increase of the house 
to go towards the family's way forward into shared ownership. So when they're moving from rental into shared ownership, they get 25% of the value up yeah, to use as a deposit. Correct, it's revalued. So right. that figure goes there, the, the, the revalue figure. The Kiwi Savers figure, so let's say there's a couple that are on it and they might have 15000 each. Well, there's 30000 plus the 25%. They've managed to save, say, 10000 5000 That figure's looked at, assessed there. They're ready now to go forward into shared home ownership. Now, on that journey before that, that was never a dream of theirs. Their dream was to own a home, but to never get into that program to say, we've achieved. And it's it's for everybody that's in the foundation, when that happens, that's just absolutely outstanding. Life-changing. Life-changing, Paul. It's life-changing, and it's sending a message to their friends. Because when they come to visit them, and many have said this, wow. What a beautiful home. How did you do this? Yeah. They've done it. We've been the provider. They've actually achieved. And that is great. And not only that, the other thing very important that I learned quite a number of years ago, a lady said to me, Austin, our kids now at school can say, come back to our place, our home, not our rental. Come back to our place. And, you know, that's something special that the kids at school come back to my place, whereas a not-so-fortunate child is in a rental, and some of them were reluctant to go to their place because it wasn't their place, but come back to my place. So there's a whole lot of components there that send a good message to people. If you want to step forward and you want to do something, we're all the same, we're all different at times too, you make the effort. The phone is, by picking the phone up, talking about the 0800 number. Give people the 0800 number. Yeah. What's the number? Yeah, 0800 446 874. There you go. And it's hardly turned off. <laughs> now, sometimes we take time to come back to people. Hmm. We will do. I'm getting a lot of calls, a lot of people that from all around the world, different ethnicities, uh, that want a home. Hmm. Now, a lot of people want homes, but there's a process to go through, I'll explain to them. We build new houses for first-home buyers. Mm -hmm. We don't have houses on the ground ready for people to move into. And I'll make that quite clear to them. Yeah, because there's quite a time delay there, right? It takes takes 18 months from the start to the end of that process. Correct, correct. And what also happens, people will say, Austin, do you remember me three years ago? I say, of course I do. We're ready now. Hmm. We're ready now to come into the program. It's taken three years to get organised Fantastic. They're still thinking. They haven't done anything about buying a house, mm-hmm. but they want to come into the program of the Housing Foundation knowing their friends and other people have got through it. Life Church, we've got good following there. Mm-hmm. That they say, what have you done? I've got involved with the foundation. Fantastic. How would you do that? And then the next one, another phone call and someone else. So probably five or six or seven from the... Mm. Life Church yep. through just talking to each other yep. and saying we've got to do something and yep. they've stepped up to the plate so it's possible for everybody it, there's different circumstances out there as you know mm. but the rental program is something that no one's going to knock on their door mm. and say we're selling it renovating it it's your home yep. brand new home yep. you carry that journey through the five years and beyond not only yourselves your grandparents, your aunties, uncles, your children, they're going to grow with you and you can say, we've done something for our children. Hmm. 
Mm. We've done something for our children. And that is a big thing today. Some are unfortunate to do that, are unable to do that. That's something we can't control. Mm -hmm. But those people that come to us, the more transparent we are, and we can sit in front of some of these people and the seminars you've been to and the conferences and things like that, mm. it gives a lot of people hope that yep. there is a, a way forward. Yep. And that is what I think that if I was sitting in the government as mm -hmm. a politician and there's many organisations like ours, I'd be saying we need to find funding for these particular organisations. This is what they've done. This is the families they've housed. This is the community they've created and let's find some more funding. That is a crucial point going forward into 219. It's vital that it's done, and particularly in Auckland, mm. whilst, as we know, we're doing a good job in Christchurch, but we can't be everywhere building. Mm. Mm. And there's a lot of land, as you're well aware of, in, in Auckland, uh, and in particular West Auckland, mm. which there's a lot of demand there at the moment for West Auckland. We've done very successful uh, developments in West Auckland. And uh, so the... The, the program of the rental is successful. Now, coming back to the shared home ownership program, yep. so when we were sitting with in a group the other day of about seven, sat with these ladies, and they all said, we will not be able to get a mortgage. Absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. That was their vision at that stage. But when they start putting their paperwork together and putting the numbers together, they get closer to a possibility of getting a mortgage. So the shared home ownership program, in my opinion, and it's worked very well for the foundation and it continues to go well and the demand's there, is that before the house prices, the rule for the foundation normally was 75, 25% where the foundation would contribute up to $100,000 to get a leg up into the housing market for the families. As, as a shared owner. As a shared home owner, right. Paul, yeah. So when the market changed a little bit, obviously the numbers change in that and the house prices change, so we have to do some adjusting to, to maybe bring the shares down a little bit or maybe put a bit more funding in. For to the make it affordable for the households. For the households. Because can't take the leap up as high as 75% of the value of the house. Absolutely right. correct. And the last thing that the mm. foundation want to do is make it harder for the families and the people to move forward. Right. So the structure is, is that that we've got to make sure that the family's right first. Okay. And I always say it's about the family, the house follows. Yep. So it's not, we're not selling real estate. Yep. We're not saying, hey, you need to do this, give us a deposit. We never ask for any deposit, we never have. Right, so who, who are you, what are your circumstances, what are your housing needs? Correct. That, okay. Exactly. Get that picture first yep. and then work with that to make sure that they're in a position. So when you ask someone, have you got a pre-approval? Some will say, yes, here it is here, yep. for X amount of dollars. Others will say, no, I haven't been to the bank yet. They go to the bank, get a pre-approval. Or we do the pre-approval for them. We find out how much they can borrow. The beauty is now with, with the banks that we have on board, there's opportunities now for these people to, with the Shared Home Ownership Program to say to themselves, how much can we really put into this house? Yep. And how much does the foundation have to contribute? Right, yep. And so when you work those numbers out, it again, the word hope, it gives the family that can't buy in the open market a house, yep. and it says to the foundation, we again will be able to assist you into a shared home ownership program. Yeah, because they wouldn't have been able to do it on their own. On their just, own. just a little bit of yeah, a hand. Just, just a little bit of a yep. the word is hand up. But what I've mm. found with, with a lot of families in the shared home ownership, once they know the program and they know there's an opportunity 
And of course, with the buyout period of 15 years that they have to do that, the remaining shares, and as we know, a lot have bought their shares out before that 15 years, that again is another great achievement. One yes. for the foundation and two for the family that initially didn't think it was possible yep. to actually own a home. Yep. So the two programs that we've got uh, work well. And they seem to work really well because uh, the family's definition of success is the same as the Housing Foundation's. If we're, we're, we're walking alongside each other Correct. with the same objective, which is that they successfully graduate to owning their own home and having more choices in life. Absolutely right. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. right. And it's, you know, that's a thrill in itself. You know, yeah. we're, we're not hard-nosed about it. And yeah. we're just... We're just people that want to house people yeah. and help them. Well, yeah. we can, as yeah. you know, and, and we can't help everybody. Yep. But we do our best, and I think the foundation have done an absolutely, the foundation overall has done an outstanding job to get to where they've got with housing at this stage. It's just now, 2019, we need to move and we need to take care. We can't take care of all the 7,000 registrations. But we can actually help, I would say, another four or five hundred people. I'm pretty sure and I'm confident of that we can do that. But again, mm. I have to say it, we need the government to step up with this funding. Austin, thank you very much for everything you do for the Housing Foundation. Um, really appreciate it. Thanks very much, Paul.